What's up, guys? It's Miki, and welcome back to another episode of Blank Canvas. All right, all right, all right. How is my BK fam feeling? I hope you guys are feeling great. I hope you guys are energized. I hope you guys are blessed. I hope you guys are just feeling good and doing good. And as you know, I always say, if you aren't, let's figure out this funk. Let's figure out the season of sadness. Ooh, Lord, I take that back. I don't want to speak season sadness because that's a long time. Let's figure out this moment or whatever amount of time of sadness you're in and let's try to get it together because we're leaving sad girl season. We're leaving sad guy season. All right. And we're stepping into a flourishing, thriving overflow season and it will happen to us and for us suddenly. All right. I miss you guys. There's so many things that I need to update you guys on and talk to you guys about. First things first is a student loan thing. We know that the Supreme Court has decided to reject it. Are we surprised with this bias loaded stack Supreme Court that they did this? Absolutely not. They also struck down affirmative action the day before. Are we surprised? Absolutely not. But you know the thing that I love about striking down affirmative action and pick up on my sarcasm in case you can't is the fact that... <laughs> to try to do this without laughing, is the fact that legacy admissions are still okay. But to consider race and to consider the different obstacles that other races outside of being white, and no offense to my white listeners, you know, I love you guys. To say that there aren't still challenges is ridiculous. To say that we all have the same path, no matter the race, is ridiculous, okay? Um, There is a reason that we had affirmative action in place, whether you agree with it or didn't. It was a reason that it was there. If you wanted to tweak it to make it better, I'm not against that. But to take it away completely, oh, hmm, let me back up. They didn't take it away completely. They said, no more affirmative actions when it comes to college admissions, okay? We don't want you guys to be considered, we don't want you guys to consider race when it comes to, you know, making your campuses diverse and having the funding that you need and making sure that their college experience when they get in is, you know, beneficial to them, right? No, they said, we don't want that for the regular college, but what we will do is we'll keep affirmative action in place when it comes to the military schools. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because we don't care what race you are, die for this country. Whether we respect you or not, die for this country. Whether we value as a person, I mean, it took us a minute to even count the black ones as human beings, but die for this country. Then we uh, implemented Jim Crow laws and was like, separate but equal, goddamn, even though it wasn't, uh, but die for this country. We, nah, 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 we can't not consider race because we need to make sure that the ones who we do not value, we do not respect, are absolutely in our military and can be on the lines to die first. Yes, this is America. This is the country that we live in. And my God, does it have so much work that needs to be done. Does America have its benefits? Sure. I'm never going to take away America's benefits, okay? But to say it's the greatest country in the world, I don't know what lie. And I should say for whom, I guess. Uh, For whom? is this the greatest country in the world? And if it's for you, that's great. But there are so many of us, even outside of black people, there are so many of us that you are leaving behind, that you are neglecting, that you are making this piss poor, barely average, you know, type of experience for us. Y'all over here living in the greatest? Well, hello, sign me up. Okay. Average is not in my vocabulary, or at least I'm not trying to have it. 
All right. Sign me up for the greatest country. And if it ain't there, let's work to make it better. What's wrong with that? Okay, so I'll go into detail about the student loan update on another episode. I'm just not really feeling that vibe today. And um, I encourage you guys to, I'll probably do it in that episode too, when I go into a, a more detailed thing about the Higher Education Act, the new way he's going to try to get the debt canceled, blah, 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 the Supreme Court, all that. And the truth behind college. If you guys don't know the truth behind why we started paying tuition for college, I highly encourage you to look it up because even I was shocked, but not shocked because, you know, the greatest country in the world um, is always trying to find ways to keep other people not being great because that's what we do over here in America. And uh, so when you find out the truth about why college tuition came about, you're going to be like, oh, this makes sense. They didn't want to educate society. This makes sense. We're turning this into a political thing. What's more American than making the gap between the have and the have-nots even wider? And to make sure that we turn this into a political stance, that is America. The greatest, mm, debatable. But, you know, dividing us, keeping the wealth to only the 1%, trying to make people's lives harder. Sounds like America to me. Definitely sounds like America to me. Moving on really quickly. Have you guys seen the show The Sex Life? I watched it and I know it's like old now because they only did two seasons and Netflix canceled it, which I don't really understand why Netflix has a really bad problem with canceling shows that are actually doing well. I enjoyed it. And so basically, long story short, uh, there was this woman, she is married, she has the two kids, she has the house, she has everything, right? But she's still not happy. Her husband's great. He's not abusive. He's loving. He's caring. Their sex is all right. You know, it's not the greatest, but uh, it's okay. Gets the job done, apparently, for two kids. And well, that's not apparently for two kids because you could have the worst sex ever and still get pregnant. That, now, that sucks. To have bad sex and get pregnant, that's a double... Sorry. <laughs> sorry not sorry <laughs> anyways moving on so she lives this life right she has the perfect picture life that they tell us to strive after which when you really think about it sounds pretty pathetic because what happens after the white fence what happens when you're are actually married what happens when you're actually a mother nobody tells you how to maintain the life they just tell you to get it and it'll all be great and we know that's just not how life works period no matter which path you take but then she's still like fantasizing over her ex where she had like this fantastic marvelous sex and like she has hot flashes and flashbacks every single time you fast forward without saying too much in case you guys want to go watch it there are two seasons and it's really good and it's not just for women it's for men too the show i feel like posed basic questions like can you will you stay in the perfect marriage but your sex is average would you rather have the bad boy x you know that's toxic but then the sex is bomb like it poses these kind of questions do you miss your life before you were a mom do you miss your life before you were a wife you know are you the good guy who's always good and you how you want to have moments of breaking the rules or not being perfect there are so many questions that the show poses that really have you thinking and i would highly encourage men and women to watch it especially depending on the age range in your life that you're at for most people who listen to me we're at that age where these are questions that we would think about 
So I encourage you guys to go watch it. But without saying too much, the biggest lesson and the biggest takeaway that I take away from the sex life is do not settle. Do not settle and don't waste time. I'm... I can't go into it too much, but the biggest lesson that I can say is do not settle and don't waste time because in the end, all I felt like everybody's misery came from settling and I feel like the problem could have been fixed before we even got to season two. (laughs) And it took us to get into season two to fix the problems that everybody had. And I do know that life is all about timing. And sometimes if you move out of season, they probably couldn't have had that ending, but I don't know. But the way everything ended up, all it taught me was don't settle and just don't waste everybody's time. I feel like everybody was just wasting each other's time and it was no point. It was no point at all. So yeah, go check out the show, The Sex Life. I miss you guys. I'm excited. And let's jump into this episode. Y'all don't even understand the way this mic has been driving me insane all morning, but Nevertheless, let's get into it. So the first thing that I want to talk about on this week's episode is the Kiki Palmer situation with her man. And if you've been living under a rock, I need you to take the time to go Google what I'm talking about, do a little hashtag of Kiki Palmer, a story might come up on IG, or take the time to Google her name, and it'll still probably come up about what happened. If you need me to be a little more specific, just in case by the time this airs, something else has happened, because we we know how this works. I'm talking about the specifically the Usher concert incident in his his comment on her outfit. Now, before we even get into it, and I'm not even trying to dive into the details. That's why I tell you to go look it up. I want to talk about a bigger conversation that he made happen. Before we get into it, I want to take the time to make sure that he gets a big old, big old fat boo. One more time. Because let me tell you, his energy and his behavior sucked. I don't care if he was a female. I don't care if he was a male. I don't care you know, what race, none of that, gender, none of that. Like his response sucked. I wish my partner, spouse, whatever would go to social media to try to blast me. Okay. Like, especially sir, sir, not only do you have my number, Negro, you literally know where I lay my head. Okay. Your pillow is next to mine. You could have easily told me the same tweets that you took the time to tweet out all right so that's why he deserves boo for publicly trying to shame the mother of his child moving on okay to the deeper thing is blasting a partner on the internet is it okay to do or to not i think we can tell by my intro into this topic that i am not a fan i am not a fan now subliminals can I see I'm 100% not a fan of? No. Is that right? No. Right? But I mean, it happens. You stop with maturity, I think. <laughs> but other than that, is it okay? No. But you know what is drastically annoying? To have a partner that has your number, that lives in the same house as you, or that you two can go to each other's house or whatever anytime. You can text me. You can call me. You can show up. You probably got a key to the same place and you have the audacity to sit here and blast me on social media. 
what the hell is your problem? Did you want other people to attack me? Did you think like this was gonna work out in your favor to be like, see babe, I'm not crazy. I need validation from the internet so they can know that the way that I'm trying to like um, tear you down behind doors that it's okay, right? And then it also makes me pose the question of what do what are moms supposed to dress like? I think I've talked about this on oh my god, this was like beginning like year one episodes. Uh, oh my god, she's such a dot dot dot. I originally had the title oh my god, she's such a slut, but uh, I didn't know if it'd be too bold for people. You know, people are sensitive about certain things. But as you guys have taken the time to learn in the BK fam, if you've been riding with me for a minute, it can get explicit at times and slut is nowhere near the worst word that I've ever said. So welcome. But in that episode, I talked about how women are kind of shamed for their bodies in general and showing them off or whatever. But you know what the biggest thing (laughs) you know what the biggest thing to me about people trying to be that girl's too naked that person's too naked y'all do realize we're supposed to be naked anyways like y'all are perpetuating like this narrative that was created because sinful things were done in the first place are we supposed to be naked like clothes are cool like they're cute or whatever but to be honest i'd rather be naked i'd rather walk around and like boobs out vagina out um, I'd rather see balls swinging, you know, slong slonging, you know, and I wouldn't think two things about it. Cause that would be our norm. Neither would y'all. Like when you hear me say that you're probably cringing on the inside, like, oh my God, to walk around or you're probably getting turned on, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh my God, the thought like vagina everywhere, but it would be so normal to us. Like clothes are normal. It would be so normal for us to be naked. So anytime I hear people go in like, oh my God, too much skin. How dare you? I'm like, yo, you were supposed to be seeing all this anyways. Now you were supposed to have constraint. I feel like we would have ended up with clothes anyways because humans would have messed up somehow. Now that I'm sitting here and thinking about it, humans would have messed up in some form, whether it was eating the fruit to like be aware that we're naked or when it was enough of us on the planet to uh, be fruitful and multiply, rape would have came up in some kind of way because that's literally lack of control, lack of discipline, and just lack of not giving a fuck, right? So I feel like at some point we would have ended up in clothes or the punishment would have been like death. Death because you touched me without my permission. Sounds nice. If only we could still do that today, right? I digress. I digress. But the point of this is what the hell is a mother supposed to wear? When I'm a mom, y'all still getting this body. That's what I said on that episode way back then. My tune has not changed, okay? I love my body the way it is now. And so a lot of people always be like, oh my God, Mickey, you're going to wear that or I can't believe it and blah, blah, blah. Hell yeah, I'm going to wear it. Hell yeah, I'm going to wear it. Like there are two opposite ends of the spectrum. I'm either baggy, athleisure wear kind of stuff. Or I might be in something tight and skimpy and the man who's going to be with me got to love it, honey. You got to love both. Love it when I'm baggy. Love it when it's tight and skimpy. Because let me tell you something. Most of the time, women ain't even dressing for y'all, men. Like they're not. Like you're coordinating with your girlfriends. Like, are we getting girly today or are we just being basic? Or what's the event? Like, let's dress like the event theme, you know, stuff like that. Or, okay, you're getting 
you're getting like mid cute today i'll get mid cute too or like are we taking pictures like when we go out like stuff like that it ain't even for y'all like y'all will hop down regardless of what we look like and i've experienced both and honestly i think i pull more in my non-dressed up form so that's how i'm find my man okay that's how i'm find my man i'm just gonna be walking in walmart or something in my sweats and then he's gonna be like oh my god you're so beautiful And I'm going to be like, oh, my God, why is this guy talking to me? But thank you. (laughs) I'm not going to find a man, y'all. Because every time, every time it's going to be like, oh, my God. Let me tell you all about this story really quickly. I was at the gas station and this guy waved at me, but he was like a couple of pumps over. I am so socially awkward at times that I just don't know what to do. I like want to hide. So he like waved or whatever. You know, and I, I didn't know if he thought I was cute. Maybe he was just waving. He looked about my age or whatever. I literally glanced over. I wasn't even looking at him. I was looking over in that direction, like at traffic. And I saw his wave. And I know I was the only one on the. There was no other pumps on the other side. <laughs> so I know it was directed towards me. Guys, I rode up the window. I know I turned my head really quickly back to the front like out of his direction and I just rolled up all my windows because I had it out and I turned on the air and like I was like we're blasting the air today it's worth burning this gas because I'm so socially awkward I was not gonna wave back or anything how am I find a man like that y'all like let's be for real how am I gonna find a man like that okay pray for your girl so you know as a mom now now I dress the way I want to dress. And as a mom, I'm definitely going to dress the way I dress. Mom is a part of a woman. It is one of the hats that she wears. It is a title. Men don't get, you can't dress like this because you're a daddy. Please don't walk around shirtless because you're a daddy. Please don't wear gray sweatpants that show off your print because you're a daddy. Like we, they don't get that. Women, it's like, oh my God, y'all freak out if a mom pulls out the tit to feed the baby do you want the child to starve because i can let it sit up and cry but you gonna hold it let it cry in your ear let it stop you from working let it stop you from eating okay you want to deal with that do you want to go get it some formula can you find me some formula that's as pure as gold as the breast milk that's coming out of the tit can you do it can you can you find formula that'll give me the same benefits that also won't upset the child? Because it's not just about putting the child on formula. You got to find one that their bodies will actually take and like, where they won't like throw it up. Can you do that? Will you be willing to do that? No, you don't. You don't care that much. Oh, but you care that much to care about what a woman is wearing. Oh, okay. I thought so. I mean, that's that's how the society works. I thought so. I thought so. So my point is, mind your business. If you have a partner talk to them you do not have to blast your partner on social media to look for validation to I don't even know if he was looking for validation or what but it was mad weird and then it's also another debate that men were saying it's not about the outfit it's about the fact of what happened even if it's about the fact of how she was dancing with her or whatever you talk to your girl at home you don't blast her he lost me as soon as as soon as he blasted her publicly, I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. You will blast me for this. Imagine if I really do something to you. You're going to put all our business out there. What you going to tweet once a week or every time we get in a fight? She didn't love on me this morning. So she's the worst woman. She's the worst wife in the world. Blah, 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 blah. Like she didn't put cheese on my ham and cheese toast. How'd she forget the cheese on the ham and cheese toast? Let me go to Twitter to blast and like you're a clown. <laughs> clown behavior okay just talk 
just talk. And I know, I know there are people in my BK fam like, Miss Shutdown, just talk. That's right. I tell y'all, don't be like me, be better. But I'd rather shut down than go blast my partner on the internet. I'm just saying, pick your poison. <laughs> pick your poison. My final thoughts on this are women wear what you want to wear, mom or not uh male or female let's not blast our partners on the internet let's talk to them especially when we have their number or their pillow lays next to ours i'm just saying i'm just saying all right the next thing that i want to talk about is what have you labeled the season that you are in we have a tendency to label uh, our sad seasons as i'm sad this is the worst thing that ever happened in my life and sometimes even though it may feel terrible to us it could be a pruning season it can be a growing season it can be a constructive season and sometimes the labels that we put on each other or that we put on just situations that we're going through in life will train our brain to see that situation only for that and then it's like we're not we don't have the perspective of looking at it like ooh, i can't wait you know to get up and today and to see what this season will bring like okay it's bringing me some challenges but these are growing pains and then i know when i get out of the season i'm going to be better on the other side we kind of talk about it like this is this shit is for the birds. Miss me. I didn't sign up for this. I'm sad every day. I'm angry every day. What the hell is this? God, what are you doing? Please, SOS, someone save me, please, right? And then it's like the tools and the perspective that we're looking at it with are almost putting us at a disadvantage to really conquer the season and to really overcome it. So I pose this question to my BK fam what are you labeling the season that you are in and if you are in a really good season it's so easy to label it like ah oh, yeah this is the best time of my life and maybe it is but now that kind of makes me think it doesn't prevent us from having another great season but do you look back and be like well if this is the best is everything disappointing moving forward does it kind of set you up for disappointment like what if something like you're saying this is the best season ever it will never get any better in this life what if the greatest season of your life you are labeling like this is the best right and then all the seasons moving forward you're slightly disappointed because you label that as the best kind of thing like i feel like that can kind of work two ways so how are we labeling the seasons do you guys think that we have to be careful what we label them i do i think we have to be careful just because the words that we speak are powerful and we underestimate it and i'm going to keep repeating that i don't care if i end up doing it every week at this point i'm going to keep repeating how what we say out of our mouths are powerful and i'm going to keep repeating it not just to you guys before myself so i can make sure i can remember the power that i have there are power in words we can either build somebody up or we can tear them down and hopefully we just shut up before we go out to destroy people but that's not the world we live in it's not how human beings are and it just it is what it is right so i pose this statement in this challenge i encourage all my bk fam to examine where you currently are in life right examine where you currently are see if it feels good see if it feels bad see if it feels like the best what are you labeling the season 
And how how will the name you have given this season now, how will it affect your next? That's what I pose you guys. That's the challenge I give you guys to think about. How have you currently labeled the season? What will, how will this label affect your next season? How has the label you've currently given this season affect the way you conquer the current season you're in? Questions that need answers, questions that need answers. And that's the question and the challenge that I posed to my BK fam this week. Final thing that I want to talk about this week. Yes, I know, short, sweet, to the point. It's summertime. I know y'all still trying to enjoy summer, and then the kids are getting ready to be back in school and stuff too. So, yeah, I'm not trying to hold y'all hostage for long. I thank you guys for taking time out of your day to listen a little me. So thanks. But the last thing that I want to talk about in this week's episode is the beauty of seeing your friends grow and evolve. And not just grow like, uh, you know, personal growth and setting goals and stuff, but really watching them grow. You know, friends change from pretty much every grade level. Like you have your elementary friends, you have your middle school friends, you have your high school friends. Sometimes depending on whether or not you move around a lot, you can have friends from elementary to adulthood or from elementary to high school. Then you have your college friends and things of that nature. You have different friend groups for different seasons and different reasons. But One of the most beautiful things that I have examined, uh, I'd say within the past year or whatever, or I've examined it more than once, I should say to acknowledge what I have seen is watching um, friends turn into like the adult versions of themselves. It's really like beautiful because it's one thing when we're children and we hope to get to certain places, we, we have certain dreams, you know, but to really watch them blossom into adults and to tackle different adult issues and to build their families and to watch them fall in love. It's really a beautiful thing for me personally to see. How does it feel for my BK fam? Do you guys enjoy seeing your friends like in adulthood stage or is it like the opposite? Like you miss the childhood like friendships of the simplicity of playing on the playground, coloring, um, sleepovers, stuff like that. I mean, you still have sleepovers in adult age. It's just a lot harder when you have children and you have schedules. Do you guys enjoy watching them reach like I I made an A on this test or going to their uh, basketball game, their soccer games and stuff and supporting your friends that way, their cheerleading competitions, dance competitions, anything. Do you guys enjoy that more or do you guys enjoy watching them be adults? I think I enjoy watching them be adults. Not to say that anything was wrong with like the childhood things, but it's something I connect with people when they really understand hardship in life. I connect with people when they really understand trauma in life. <laughs> surprise, surprise. And I just really connect with people. I could be here all day about the ways that I connect, but I also really connect with people about watching them navigate like life. Like, you know, life is, depending on the childhood you have, life can be so different as a child and then it's like you get to the adult and for the average person that is when you start really dealing with life-changing things and traumatic things you know so it's so interesting to see these people navigate different things especially if they didn't have to do it as a child to watch them do it in adulthood is interesting or to just watch their level of maturity grow um 
And as I look back on some of my friendships, I think like, wow, you've really matured a lot. You know, you didn't even realize like how immature you were as a person. Like speak, me speaking for myself, I reflect on, I didn't realize how in certain seasons of my life I was drastically not mature in certain different seasons and in different situations. And then I also look at that for some of my friends and it's not even like a bad thing because I guess you're mature for what you should be at that age because you won't, when you know better, you do better and it's, you have to be exposed to more and then you also have to be sometimes at that level in life to really understand and look back like, oh, that makes sense of why that happened the way it did or why I had that response. I didn't even understand this person's perspective from this angle. I didn't even have the capacity to attempt to understand. You know, I was still like in a selfish stage, all those things. I think it's beautiful to watch them blossom. It's beautiful to watch them like follow their dreams, build their families and just watch them tackle adulthood, you know? And I don't know why it hits me so different, but I really get a joy out of watching my friends grow into better adult versions of themselves and watch them achieve quote unquote adult goals and just, I don't know, really like build this life. Cause you know, when we're in school, we're kind of all like, especially like elementary through high school, we're kind of all on the same path. Yeah, it's a little different and individually and uniquely ours, but at the same time, we're pretty much on the same thing. Adulthood, all of us can go in so many different directions. We're all on so many different timelines. And at the same time, no matter where you are, it can still be so beautiful. And I think, I don't know, I guess that's why it's interesting to me. I'm going to have to dive deeper and think on it a little more. But there is so much beauty in watching my friends navigate this adult life. And I think a lot of that comes from we're all in such different places. But at the same time, still somehow interconnected. And it's like the challenge of this whole new thing. Like in school, it was kind of this is what you're going to do next. This is what you're going to do next. You might not know what each year bring, but you kind of knew the basics of what was going to happen. And in adult life, it's just like, it's, you could have a kid, you could have twins, you could be married, you could be single forever. You could be single until 50. You could get married, divorce, start over at 50. Like anything can happen. You can travel the world. You can run for president. Like we can do anything. We can do anything right? We can be anything. We can do anything. It's like the freedom to do it all, but then having the freedom and not knowing what the hell are we supposed to do? Like there's no rules. There's no guidebook. I kind of miss having a little guidance, you know, but I guess that's where my guidance and God comes from. So yeah. What do you guys like? Do you guys like watching your children? These are not our children. These are not our sons. Okay. Do you, did you enjoy watching your friends back in the day, like blossom and develop more and like from maybe elementary to middle school or from middle school to high school? Did you enjoy that more? Do you enjoy watching them blossom into better individuals and adults? I definitely like the adults, but I'm curious to what you guys like. So let me know. Oh, one final thing, we're on threads. Yay. Um, Please, all the older people who know me personally, please don't follow me on threads. Please don't even come looking for me on threads. Stay where you are. Okay. Stay where you are. You have my number. You can call me. Okay. If you just need to know my thoughts on something, please. <laughs> but for the rest of my BK fam, 
who don't know me personally, younger, older, doesn't matter. Join us on threats, okay? Because we are there. I will put up some stuff. I'll be trying. I'll be trying to keep the content different on our IG page, on our YouTube, and now on threads. IG got me. I wasn't a Twitter girl, but IG got me with the threads, okay? I'm there. And so we can also, as our following builds or whatever, we can have in-depth conversations about each episode or I can pose a topic of the week and then we can talk about it and get different opinions on it. I can get you guys' feedback on some of the things that you guys want to hear, some of the things you may want to see on the YouTube, so forth and so on. But just an announcement, we are on threads, ladies and gentlemen. And since we're not hosted by Spotify anymore, you guys can't send in the voice memos. So go to threads, go to the IGDM. Remember, follow us at blank underscore canvas official. It's the same for threads, it's the same for IG because they make you transfer everything over. So you can send me a DM or you can just write me on threads or something, I guess, and give me some topics of what you guys want to hear. All right, so that's all the time we got for this week. I'm not holding you guys for long. Missed you guys, wanted to chit-chat for a little bit. Um, Whenever you're listening to this, I hope that I make your week a little better, a little funnier, and just a little enjoyment to hear my voice. Hope I am blessing you guys with my voice. All right, love you guys. And if you're, oh, if you're listening to me on a Monday, this is a great way to start your week. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. And let's kick ass this week, all right? Let's kick ass. Let's claim this week. What are we calling this week, guys? What are the words we're using to describe this week? Beautiful, powerful, prosperous, overflowing, um, practical. I'm trying to think. Purposeful. Did I say that? Intentional. Things of that nature. We're going to call it all good things a blessed week a blessed week so i love you guys i can't wait to see what we talk about next week and thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to little me can't wait to see what we talk about next time all right guys bye